So welcome back, everybody, to Naturally Supernatural. Today, I'm back, Joyce and Pastor Tom. Hello. Actually, also, we have Jackie in the room, but you might not be able to hear him because we got a special little project coming up. Um, we've got cameras in the room, so you guys should stay tuned as to what this project is on our Instagram, underscore Naturally Supernatural. Mm-hmm. So today's topic, we're kind of coming back to talking about the Holy Spirit. If you guys haven't listened to the last episode called Born of the Spirit, y'all need to check that out. But where we last left off last week was actually about the Holy Spirit being the teacher. So Pastor Tom, would you like to elaborate on that? Well, <laughs> we spoke on a lot of things. I think we talked about, uh, you know, the Holy Spirit and and all that he does or you know, uh, so we also talked about how the Holy Spirit is a person. Uh, you know, He is a person, so uh, we need to acknowledge Him. Um, so several of His functions, and then we we, we talked about how um, you know He's a teacher. So I think I, I I often tell people like if you go into a classroom and then like you 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 never you know you you attend a class and you don't ever ask any questions mm. uh, to the teacher uh, on the subject uh, and you go throughout the whole semester without asking a single question and you know you expect to be at the top of the class I think it's going to be pretty tough if, if not difficult <laughs> to, to yeah yeah so <laughs> so my encouragement is like if Holy Spirit is the teacher as, as said in the Bible then we need to always consult him Mm. We need to consult him because he knows the mind of God. We established that last week. And he would know what is pleasing to God, the will of God to be carried out in every situation. Like God is so big that, you know, sometimes we forget, like even in the smallest, uh, you know, whatever situation you're in or you think it's insignificant, it is significant to Mm. God because God loves you and he wants to use that uh, situation to bring you to where he wants to take you. So, yeah, so, uh, you know, as a a teacher, um, we definitely have to consult the Holy Spirit. and, And one of the ways to do that is to get to know him. Mm. to consistently get to know him you know to invite him into every situation in every place that you go to and partner up with the holy spirit and and see what he would like to carry out uh you know in in that realm that's awesome so like you know how we were talking about like getting to know him and really inviting him to inviting him in our in our spaces essentially Mm. what does that entail like you know, a lot of people who are new to the faith or even have been seasoned in the faith, like how does that even apply to us? Like, can I just say, oh, Holy Spirit, come, you know? Mm. Or is some people would ask, is there a formula? Because mm. I feel like especially nowadays in, in our world, in our culture, there's a lot of, there's algorithms, there's um, mm. ways to do things yeah, and, right, and there's right. step by step. Whereas right. how does that, applied with holy spirit in us yeah well number one we have to understand that uh, god came here to establish and reconnect that relationship that was lost by adam so this is actually a relationship um you know holy spirit is the one connecting us now and and so we have to invest in that relationship you know and in any relationship if you're at home and you just 
you know, you just don't talk ever talk to your sister <laughs> or your brother. I think it's going to be pretty tough to to get a, a conversation going. Yeah, and conversation is basically, you know, like in Christianity, is is basically prayer. Mm. You're praying and you're talking to God. And sometimes too in prayer, I don't know if we did a podcast on prayer, but when you talk, you also need to listen. So, you you know, it's like a conversation, mm. right? So if you're all the time talking and you don't ever listen, uh, it's a one-way street. Mm. And so, and then people come, well, I don't hear from the Holy Spirit. Well, when was the last time you listened to Him, mm. right? That's so good. you really need to ask a question and wait upon Him. Ask a question and wait upon Him. And so that's how it is in in earthly relationship. Right, you don't always talk talk. I mean, some people do, <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> I think the relationship is kind of one way. One way, yeah. And then people feel uh, disempowered by it. Uh, you know, whoever that's being talked down to, uh, just don't feel they have a, a share uh, or even a Can't way partake. to, yeah, even to express themselves. So it's really important um, to know that it is a relationship. So we need to establish that. And how do you do that? You get to know him. You converse with him. You listen to him. Uh, you invite him. Uh, there is no formula, Joyce. There's, you know, it's talking like, you know, it's asking you like, is there a formula to talk to dad in the home? <laughs> you on. know, it's like, there is no formula. It's, like, it's, it's just like, you, you know, the day that you feel you want to honor your dad, maybe you wake up in the morning and you cook breakfast Come for on. your dad. That's, right, that's good. I'll take note of that. Yeah, so so it's like that, and 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 so you know there are days where you can do the same. I mean, God has everything, mm-hmm. right? But He still wants that relationship. Yeah. So I mean, could be a day where people talk about fasting. It's like fasting is basically just putting God first over everything else. Mm-hmm. And so if you Wake up in the morning, you have to check the news, CNN, whatever. You know, just don't do that for like a day. Wake up in the morning, go to the Lord, talk to Him. Talk to the Holy Spirit. Consistency. Yeah, and then eventually you will develop that relationship and you learn to hear His voice. Every one of us heard His voice the first time when we came to Christ. Come on. And, and you're still hearing His voice even you haven't come to Christ right now. If you're listening, mm. you can hear His voice. You can see His creation out there. He's calling on you. He's, he's like... I mean, I look up, the other day I was just on the island, I was like having a good time. And then I thought, oh, this is a nice, quiet cove, I can go in and enjoy myself. <laughs> and all of a sudden I hear this, ooh, 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 and then there's a whole <laughs> bunch of seals that, are, that are just perch on a rock, and they're just minding their own business. But it was their territory, and they were just, you know, I don't know what they were saying to each other. But um, it really woke me up that... Uh, Our Father in Heaven cares even for the seals. Like there's actually a piece of rock there for them to Mm. actually, you know, sleep at night so that they are above water. Wow. So it's really interesting, small little things that if we don't pay attention. The details. Yeah. And if we don't become intentional to the person that we want to develop a relationship with, it's really hard to develop that relationship. And especially if you have a spouse at home or you have girlfriend, boyfriend, whoever you have, that you're trying to establish a relationship, you need to invest in it. You need to pay attention to it. You need to choose each other. And and choosing God is a big thing. And that's how you begin to develop that relationship with the Holy Spirit. So it's like a partnership, essentially. Yeah, partnership and allowing to allowing Him to lead because, mm. you know, He He's the one that knows the mind of God. Yeah. 
right? So if you want to know what God is thinking or what He wants to do, uh, you need to let the Holy Spirit lead you. And that is done through the waiting upon the Lord. Just wait upon Him. And then it beckons the question, well, how long do I wait for the <laughs> yeah, Lord, right? You know, some, some people go, I've been waiting for years, <laughs> you know, for the Lord years. to send me somebody to get married yeah. with. And I'm like, did you ask Him? Yeah. Did, you, did He send you some people? Mm. And then you became choosy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I often talk to people like that. And, I, you know, I, I you know, I offend a lot of people yeah. that way. But, you know, sometimes I counsel people. And, then, and I often tell people that, you know, that, that checklist that you have, yeah. throw that away. Mm. That's not God's checklist. I mean, the guy's got to have a Mercedes Benz. He's got to have <laughs> six-figure salary. He's got to be this tall. This, this. And then God sends you somebody who's all the opposite and he has a good heart. Yeah. And yet you deny mm. that person. And so when you go through that, uh, you're not listening. You're just talking. You say, God, send me somebody. God, send me the six foot two guy and <laughs> tan and tall and dark and handsome. And, and, and then God sends you somebody else. And with a heart. And with a good heart. And you just refuse, outrightly refuse this person. And, and so how can you say you didn't hear from God? Because you didn't want to hear from God. And I think that's a good point to make mm. about the waiting too. Because... Mm at least for from my experience in that waiting holy spirit really empowers me and reminds me hey just just hold on just wait and i'm like i can't there's no i'm very like i sometimes get impatient of course and it's like no keep waiting there's something better there's yeah. a power in the pause mm-hmm. and and even in decision making and and taking that that step of wait let's look back yeah. but with in in partnering with the holy spirit right pastor tom mm. Some people might say that, like, why should I? What mm. what comes with Holy Spirit in mm. partnering with Him or being with Him? Mm. Is there, it, what's in the package, so to speak, to, to kind of put it in simpler terms? Right, right. So, you know, to answer your question, I kind of have to, I like to always go back to the book of Genesis. And Come on. The book of Genesis is when God told Adam, like, you have to have dominion over all the creation. So, so. That dominion is to have power. And we talk about how, you know, the Holy Spirit is the dunamis of God. He's the power, right? So Jesus says, you know, don't do anything. He told, and he's just paraphrasing, he told all the disciples, don't do anything, you know, uh, just wait. And then the Holy Spirit will come and then you'll have power. So what does that mean? Like, you know, a lot of people ask me, like, what does that mean? Power, what like, is you power, know, yeah. yeah, what or is dunamis. power? You know, like, so if you're calling to the kingdom of God, that means you have to have dominion in mm. the kingdom. Um, and so there is that authority and that power that comes with it. And so if you're called to the kingdom, you have to wait upon the person to lead you, who is the Holy Spirit, that is the power of God, the power mm. of God, the breath of God, right? So what does that mean, right? The question continues. What does, what does that mean? mean? What does that mean? What does that mean? Well, that what means, you like, mean? you know, that's why we really need to understand the Word of God, the Logos of God. Like, you actually have to read the Bible. Mm. Like it or not, you have to read the Bible. Yeah. Even one line a day. Because that is food for your soul, food yeah. for you. In your spirit, you need the Word of God, right? And so, in First Corinthians 12, just to give you an example, uh, maybe you can find that, Joyce. If you yes, have that, if you can read that uh, verse, that would be great for our audience. From which pa- uh, First Corinthians 12? 1 Corinthians 12 on the gifts of the Holy Spirit. 
So four, I'm going to start from verse four. Mm-hmm. There are diversities of gifts, and this is the New King James Version, but the same Spirit. There are differences of ministries, but the same Lord. And there are diver- diversities of activities, but it is the same God who works all in all. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. For one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit, to another the word of knowledge through the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another gifts of healing by the same Spirit, to another working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits, to another different kinds of tongues, to another of the interpretation of tongues, but one and the same spirit works all these things, distributing to everyone individually as he wills. Hallelujah. Did you hear that? That's just one aspect, that God has many facets, right? So it's mm-hmm. just one facet, and it's already so complicated, right? <laughs> it's like it's so loaded. many gifts, so many different gifts, but one spirit, mm-hmm. one God, right? And often people say, well, how come I don't have this? How come I don't have mm. that? You know, well, he has tongues, you know? Mm. Like, what is tongues? We can talk about that <laughs> another day. And, you know, he's got the gift of uh, encouraging, yeah. the gift of uh, healing, a gift of prophecy. Like, why can't I have all those? Mm. Why, 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 God, why? Well, let me tell you something. We're, we're in a, you know, in a warfare. Like, you know, there's a spiritual warfare going on. Come on. And I always tell people this, like you're born into it, right? It's like, you're in it. <laughs> you're conscripted without yeah. your, your, your permission. You're in it, mm-hmm. right? And so, once you're in it, like, it's like trying to, I'm trying to, give you an example like if you, if two nations go to war mm. and let's just say in the old days you know people are still using bow and arrows and stuff and you just want to train your soldiers all of your soldiers with bow and arrows okay and the other side has got spears <laughs> bows and bows and arrows catapult you know all kinds of things who do you think will win mm. That's right. True. So if you're in a spiritual warfare, God understands that. Like when you stand here, you have an assignment. He's he's won the big war, mm-hmm. right? At the cross. But I'm saying there are still assignments here. There are people that needs to come back into the kingdom. Yeah. That have not done so. And we are to be in the kingdom and to what? To have dominion. Yeah. Genesis. Right? And there's a spiritual warfare. So 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 you're given different gifts. It's like you got a you got a a battalion that has so many different multiple gifts, it really drives the enemy crazy. Mm. You understand? Yeah. And it's like, okay, this guy is going to speak in time. I know he's going to speak. No, then he's all of a sudden, he prophesies, right? It's, I'm just not lowering, you know, yeah. in, in that way, but I'm just giving an example so that you can understand, understand. why there are different gifts. Like, the beauty of it all is that all operating in one spirit. Yeah. One spirit. And the, I, I believe also the gifts are given so that there'll be unity. Come on. Okay, so that people will not say, you know, I have all the gifts. I don't need you. Mm. No, you need each other. Yeah. Because the body of Christ is beautiful that way. When they come together, they have unique gifts that are all for one purpose, for the glory of God. Right? For the possession of darkness and places that are dark that have not been invaded by Christians yet. So I feel very strongly that people, you know, they sometimes say, oh, I don't want to go there. 
I don't have all those <laughs> gifts you have. You, you do. Yeah. You do. Now, how do you know what gifts you have? You need to consult the Holy Spirit. That's mm. why He's the teacher. He's going to tell you. He's going to tell you, son, you have this gift. Right? Yeah. You're going you're gonna to walk in here and He's going to provide places sometimes to exercise those gifts. Like, you think about that little child that was, you know, like when Jesus, they say, oh, Jesus multiplied food. Jesus multiplied food for the 5,000. Like, think about that little boy with five barley loaves and two fish. Mm. It's like, it's not by chance he's there. You know what I'm saying? God is trying to show him that that little lunch, the in, insignificant lunch that most people would have thought during that time, like even one of the disciples of Jesus <laughs> says, we have one year's worth of wage. We can't feed anybody. You know, you can't yeah. feed, possibly feed all these 5,000 men and several thousand women and several thousand children. children. It's impossible. Well, you know what? It's impossible with men, but possible with God, right? Amen. So that kid was put there so that he will learn mm. to trust God with what he has. No one ever talks about that kid anymore after that. But I tell you what, if we were to listen to his story, I'm sure he went on and he trusted God with every... Like, he, how can you not trust God yeah. if God multiplied your lunch to feed so many people? you would have been transformed. And transformation is what the Holy Spirit wants to bring us mm. to, the point where we understand that we are operating in the Spirit, we are children of God, we have the Holy Spirit deposited in us, and when we decide to move forward with the Holy Spirit, He comes upon us and leads us. He leads us. Let Him lead you. Stop leading the Holy mm. Spirit. Let Him lead you, right? He knows the mind of God. Do we know the mind? No, we, but he knows the mind of God. So will he? Will you just let him tell you what God is thinking and what he wants to do? And so it's really important for us to uh, allow for that and realize that uh, he's the teacher and he's here not just to teach and convict, you know, but he's also to reveal. Mm. He's a you know he's a spirit of truth. He's to reveal what yeah. is already deposited in you, your true gifts. Sometimes, you know, you don't understand that like you say, oh, I'm a prophet because I <laughs> prophesy. No, you have the gift of prophecy, but you may not be a prophet. That is true. So that's another day where we can talk about <laughs> Ephesians 4.11 and talk about the gifts that, uh, that Jesus himself gave to the church, right? Yeah. So, so all those things are really important for you to actually, for, you, for us to, to understand all this, we really need to get to know the Holy Spirit, Spirit. intimately, mm. intimately. And I'm talking intimately. That's the key word, I think, yeah. is intimately. Like, like, basically, you have to know that he's a person with you all the time. Mm -hmm. All the time, right? God said, you know, his spirit will not leave nor forsake you. So he's all the time with you. So if you have your spouse all the time, do you just ignore the spouse all the time? No, mm. you talk to each other. I mean, yeah. we drove for miles with my wife to the island the <laughs> other day, right? Yeah. Beautiful Euclidette and uh, Tofino. We talk nonstop. Like, we have this special thing that we just keep talking. <laughs> we talk about anything. <laughs> and so, it's, it's beautiful to cultivate early because as we talk, we discover things about yes. ourselves yes. that we didn't know. You know, like, you, you know. Uh, you know I, it's a beautiful exchange for sure because… Amen. Not Amen. only do you discover more about the person that you're engaging with, but you, mm. yeah, like you said, you start to understand more of yourself as a person as well. Yeah. And kind of your true, the person that you're developing to be, so to speak. Yeah. But in, mm. in context of that, Pastor Tom, mm. of course, there's some people who would say, well, if that person has that gifting and, you know, we did touch up on 
it actually for for each one of us we receive the gifts as as mm. we and need to be i guess mm. based on the assignment that mm. we were talking about earlier mm. with with that right like for a person that's really wanting to develop the giftings mm. how should they go about it like I know for myself when I started learning the gifts and, mm. and delving into it, mm. I was surrounded by people who were encouraging me to test test the gifts out. Mm. You know, like mm. take that faith. You know, mm. if you do get that word mm. for a person, so to speak, mm. even though in as sig- insignificant that it may be to you, mm. I had people say, "Hey, maybe do share it mm. and and say it." And then mm. later on, realizing that someone was impacted by it. Mm. So, what would you say to the person that's listening? That you know. I they're not nece- they don't necessarily know what the giftings are or how they navigate through their giftings mm. but how how should they kind of start begin that process of cultivating it yeah you know number one we talk about how you you have to start uh developing that relationship with the holy spirit mm. number one uh number two uh there are we talked earlier uh, in ephesians 4 11 uh we talked about how jesus gave the gifts himself to the church Mm. Yeah, to some are given, give uh, you know, like to some, uh, some apostles, some uh, prophets, uh, some evangelists, pastors, and teachers. To, and those are what, in general, in general, we call them the fivefold ministry. Mm-hmm. They're actually all of Jesus. All, all of them is, is is Jesus. But Jesus. but Jesus div- again divided that in five, so that you actually uh, there's a function for those mm-hmm. those gifts. They themselves are gifts. They are not gifts as such as the gifts of the holy spirit. spirit they themselves are gifts for the church mm-hmm. and so so it's very important to operate in that uh, uh fivefold in a church because uh for a church to really develop the gifting uh in 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 the in, in the people of god uh, to understand what they have and all that like you talk about how you experimented it's good to experiment but it's also good to to operate in an apostolic mm-hmm. environment and what do i mean by that when when you have an apostle that will help you serve you and guide you to use your gift uh at the right time mm. and so that's good to know. with the consultation with the holy spirit but uh, but at the same time, these are gifts. And Ephesians four eleven talk about how these these gifts themselves are to edify, uh, to equip the church, to equip the church. So you know, right then, then to equip the church. How do we equip the church? This is what you just did. Like you you went out and you tested out your gifts and mm-hmm. this and that, right? But to test gifts and to be equipped are two different things, yeah. right? So to be equipped, that means with the proper. Uh, uh, timing and training and, and going out there and, and using it and consulting the Holy Spirit all the way and mm-hmm. so that it's the right time to execute that because you can just mimic a gift and get True. somebody healed but then it's out of God's timing mm-hmm. out of His design and then you got the prophet says to tell you you know what, like what's coming what's forthcoming and they hear from God uh, just like the apostles they are very heaven focused and they hear from God and, and so the Holy Spirit again. They hear from the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit is reveals uh, the prophetic to them. Like you know, like uh, uh, the Holy Spirit knows the mind of God, so He can actually prepare the prophet to be the mouthpiece mm-hmm. for the saints to equip the saints. Right? Many times we read in the Bible, if Elijah, Elisha, you know, the prophets, a great minor, major prophet, minor prophet, you name it, they were all prophets and there's no major or minor in a sense, like <laughs> one is better than the other or anything like that. But they played a role and, and mm-hmm. those, those had to equip the saints 
equip the saints. Mm. To equip the saints to do what? To do ministry. Yeah. And then to do what? To edify the church, to encourage the church. And so it's really important to answer your question. I know I I sort of <laughs> went on on a I tangent. I mean they kind of they synergistic. I went on a tangent, but you know, it it is really important for us yeah. to understand like there are um uh you know, the gifts that Jesus gave to the church. And we talk about the fivefold. And then the gifts and, of the Holy and, Spirit as and well. And if you are the one of the five, you need to understand what your function is. Right? So what is the function of the gifts? Right? You can't just say okay, I have this gift. But you need to understand what is the function of that gift. Is it for this season or next season? Mm. Right? And so to do what? Right? To transform the church or yeah. to revive the church. To do what? You know, and so many 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 areas I think if we operate with kingdom mindset, uh that's another day when we talk yeah. about kingdom. Uh then you really have to operate with the fivefold ministry mm-hmm. and and the apostles the prophets the evangelists the teachers and, and and the pastors and so it's really important to operate in that kind of fun. so it's you would say that really find that mentor in that in the giftings of Jesus where the fivefold is mm. and kind of that's where you navigate with the gifts of the holy spirit then yeah yeah there there are yeah. there are uh, of course there are certain traits of like you know like for instance give an example of a very uh you know in a uh, let's say at a workplace mm-hmm. you know and you want to know who 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 are the five folds yeah. you know even in your workplace there are people with prophetic that some of them are gifts given by Jesus mm-hmm. and and so uh, a typical of a prophet is when you know like in a meeting if you've been in a meeting ever like people come in a meeting and you go who's in charge here you know mm-hmm. who's in charge right <laughs> and so that is a prophet yeah. by the way he will ask questions like that because mm. he has revelatory things he needs to dispense and give to the apostle to then plant and and plan what is to be given to the rest of the people mm. and so we don't when we don't understand the fivefold we don't we don't tap into that yeah. and we don't really operate in that and yeah. we sometimes fall short like in churches we don't talk about apostles we don't talk about prophets we basically you know operate threefold three fingers <laughs> you know like the five fingers of god we're operating with three fingers and and uh there's nothing wrong with that but just that you know you need to have people who are heaven focused yeah. to download and then to release that so that the people who are earth focused the evangelists the pastors and teachers can then execute it so essentially with that fivefold the holy spirit's quite essential in in very really essential uh very essential every one going. of them Every every one of those need each other, right? The apostles need a, a pastor. The pastor needs an evangelist. You can't just say, "Oh, you know." Sometimes people say, "Apostolic center." I said that too. Like you know, the the Lord rebuked me the other day when I was driving down to Tofino, and He says, "You know, what are those gifts? Those are the ascension gifts, right?" When mm. Jesus, you know, is to bring people, uh, you know, and and so, and so to raise people up, and so. You know, I have to, I have to, re, to repent on that. And I was talking, like apostolic center can drive people, or or you can actually stagger people because you got the prophets in there. So who are they? If it's an apostolic center, why don't it become a prophetic center? Mm. Why doesn't it become an evangelistic center? Yeah, right. It just becomes so then, it, then when you put names like that, it becomes all about man and not about God. 
So we got to be heaven be, focused. Yeah, it got to be heaven focused and also earth focused in, in, in many ways because you have to bring heaven down and spread it around. So, wow. That was a loaded topic today. Yeah, but so many things really that we thought about. Really just to touch back on what a lot of the highlights is really when we partner up with Holy Spirit, we got to wait. Yeah, you gotta have wait to wait. Leading. That's the key highlight is to wait upon God. So take his lead. Yeah. So we're going to end today's episode on that note. But, you know, for everybody listening, please stay tuned to our Instagram at Naturally Supernatural. And we actually have a new project coming up. So stay tuned. But see you guys.